Have you started receiving letters about your tax bills yet? I'm not talking about the letters from the IRS or from the state. I'm talking about the letters from the big tax debt relief companies that are promising people that they can settle their tax debts for pennies on the dollar. Here's a news flash. Everyone does not qualify. I'm Deltrees Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. And today, we will demystify the Offer in Compromise program. There is not a week that goes by where I am not receiving inquiries from across the country about people wanting to settle their tax debt for pennies on the dollar. Some of them are saying, oh, I just want, I just want a break. If I could, I know I owe them 50,000, but if I could just pay them 2,000, then I'll be fine. Or I know I owe them 10,000, I'll pay them something, but I can't pay them the whole 10,000. I've had, as a matter of fact, I've had two calls like that within the past two days. Um, There are some people that say, hey, look, I'm just getting back on my feet. I'm just starting to make good money again. And I don't want to pay the IRS all that money. I have heard it all. But here's the thing. It is not up to you whether you want to pay them back or not. It all depends on whether you have the ability to pay them back. Okay. So let's unpack that in this episode of Tax Problem Solved. There are three main factors that the IRS looks at when someone submits an offer and compromise. The first factor is what assets does this taxpayer have? How much money do they have in the bank? How much real estate do they have? How many vehicles do they own? What types of uh, retirement accounts or insurance policies do they have? Another thing for business owners is what type of receivables do they, are they due money from their clients or their customers? So assets play an important part in determining whether you qualify for an offer and compromise. Another factor that the IRS is going to consider in your offering compromise is how much do you make on your job? What is your monthly take-home pay? Do you receive interest or dividends? Do you have rental property that you're receiving a monthly income from? If you have a side hustle, how much do you receive on a monthly basis from your side hustle? Or if you have a full-time for business owners, whether you're a Schedule C, an S-Corp, or, um, or a partnership, what are your normal business income, net business income, or your distributions from your partnership or, or your S-Corporation on a monthly basis? Do you get Social Security? Are you drawing a pension? Do you receive any child support or alimony? All those things factor into your monthly income 
as well as factoring into if the IRS is going to consider your offer in compromise. The last factor that the IRS looks at in most cases would be what are your monthly expenses? How much are you paying for food and clothing and uh, housing and utilities and vehicles and um, health insurance? How much you're paying in out-of-pocket health care costs? Are you paying child support or alimony? What are your student loans? Are you paying any additional back taxes? Things like that the IRS will consider when trying to determine if you qualify for an offer in compromise. Sometimes there are extenuating circumstances that the IRS may consider when determining whether you qualify for the offer in compromise. But for the most part, they are going to look at your income, your assets, and your expenses. And they're going to make a determination based on those things, not your desires, as to whether you can pay them some or all of the money that you owe them. Now, I know you guys are saying, oh man, this, that's a lot. It certainly is. That's why I keep telling people there is absolutely positively no way that a commercial can let you know immediately whether you qualify for an offering compromise. You can't even call up these companies and they tell you definitively if you qualify for an offer in compromise because they can't tell you that off of just one phone call. You do not know. They have to take certain information from you. If they don't get that information from you, if they don't even remotely ask, then please run. Do not bother to entertain how much they charge. It doesn't matter how much they charge because they're not going to get you the outcome that you are looking for. It's, it's just not going to happen that way. I had a gentleman that called me and he said, well, this lady said, I, I spoke to this lady on the phone and, and she said that she could do da, 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 da. Um, and I would pay her $1,500 and, and she would, um, make an offer to the IRS of $3,000. Okay. And I asked him, what information did you provide to her? And he said, well, I told her I was out of work at the time. I said, did y'all analyze, did you go through and analyze how much income you were making? How much was your um, 401k? How much did you have as far as equity in your home or your vehicles? He said, oh, well, she didn't ask me all of that. And I said, well, she doesn't have all of the information. I asked him these things ahead of time to let him know you're not in, in a candidate for offer and compromise. He just wasn't. Now, there are times when there are extenuating circumstances that will allow you to still qualify for an offer and compromise. He just, he did not qualify under any of those extenuating circumstances. Even though he was out of work, 
That doesn't matter because he had equity. And he had more equity and he had retirement and his tax bill was not as large. So he would still have the ability to pay his tax bill in full over the remaining collection statutes. Now, don't get me wrong. We, I told you I would share with you some extenuating circumstances. There are some extenuating circumstances where even though you may have the ability to pay the IRS in full, the amount that you owe, but there are some extenuating circumstances that mm, you can pay, but it's probably not in the best interest for you to pay. And the IRS will take those things under consideration. Okay. For instance, let's say someone has an illness and they will need to use their home equity to pay for their continued care. Okay, in this case, the IRS may consider the circumstances and say, okay, yes, even though you have the ability to pay, your future earning potential and your future expenses depend on this equity. That makes sense. Another example is you may have a husband and wife. And I had this example. I, I actually had a client. Um, I had actually a few clients that this happened to. One thing with an offering compromise, when you um, get an offering compromise accepted, you must file your tax return for the next five years on time. If you do not timely file, then you get kicked out of the offer and compromise. So that means all the money that you um, owed, then you have to pay that money back with penalties and interest, okay? The entire amount. So had a husband and wife that entered into an offering compromise uh, together, the offer was accepted. Well, the couple divorced and one spouse did not file, make timely filings of their future tax returns. Well, guess what? That offering compromise was for two people. So the offering compromise was null and void. So the spouse that filed their returns on times, of course, they were pissed and rightfully so. But now they owed the money from the back taxes with penalties and interest, as well as the spouse that didn't do the right thing and filed their, their um, five years on time. So that was a case where I had to make a separate offer. So I had to make an offering compromise on an offering compromise in order to get that taxpayer that did the right thing in order for them to keep the offering compromise. But guess what? They still had to pay a little bit on the new offer. 
So extenuating circumstances exist. The IRS will look at them on a case by case basis. But there again, you still need to get a professional. Find yourself an experienced tax professional with a license, enrolled agents, tax attorneys, CPAs that can do the work that can help you figure out if you qualify for an offering compromise or an extenuating circumstance. That's all I have for you today, guys. Hopefully you have taken away something from this episode that you can utilize just to educate you on what your qualifications are. And I absolutely know that this stuff is very confusing. That's all the more reason why you should reach out to a licensed professional experienced in this type of work and don't listen to these commercials or these letters that you're receiving from different companies telling you how what what they can do and um, kind of selling you wolf tickets if you will reach out to a professional put us to work for you i can be reached at 803-739-9449 803-739-9449 and we can walk through if you qualify or not Because a waste of your money and a waste of your time is not the goal here. The goal is resolution. The goal is permanent resolution. I'm Deltrice Hart Anderson, keeping the IRS out of the pocketbooks, wallets, and bank accounts of taxpayers. Till next time, bye y'all.